Welcome back to the Drive-In with Dave and Anthony, episode 28, Us. So this is going to be a solo episode. Uh, Anthony wasn't able to join me on this one. Uh, Not going to lie, this is my third or fourth time trying to record this. I (laughs) didn't realize how hard it would be to record a solo episode. It's a lot easier being able to... uh, just have a dialogue with somebody else. So, uh, spoilers are to come. I guess I'll just uh, try and lay down the uh, overall rundown of the movie. And then, uh, from what I've seen, uh, the symbolism and stuff like that. But Us, directed and written by Jordan Peele, uh, his second flick, Get Out, being the first. Um, I'll lead it off with, I know Get Out was made for $2 million. I think it made over $250 million, making it uh, one of the most profitable movies ever made. Uh, he was offered more than the $20 million for this movie, but I know he declined it because he didn't want any studio involvement. He wanted to be able to completely make his vision, so... Uh, we start the movie off with a lo- with a young uh, Lupita Nyong'o playing Adelaide. Uh, pretty much everybody in this movie has a dual role. And uh, I mean, I'll just start it off with her. She was just amazing. Uh, everybody did a fantastic job. But for uh, the way she acted in this, I mean, it, it would be... Pretty. I, I don't know what's to come yet this year, but it would be uh, pretty pretty crazy if she did not get a nom for a uh, Best Actress nomination. But starts with a young uh, Adelaide. She's at a uh, Santa Cruz beach on the boardwalk with her uh, mother and father. They play her father off as kind of uh, dismissive and not really paying attention to her. Uh, the One of the beginning scenes, mother goes to the bathroom, tells the father, well, just watch your daughter. He says, okay. And he instead plays whack-a-mole, which he is absolutely terrible at. It's <laughs> It was the first thing to like throw me out of the movie. Like, yeah. This this isn't how somebody would go about that, but she makes her way uh, through the boardwalk onto the beach, and there is a um, house of mirrors. It's I don't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it's kind of racist. It's a uh, Indian like uh, vision quest, is I think how it's labeled, which. Uh, I spoke with Anthony briefly about this, where this movie's more of just a straight thriller, horror movie. Uh, Obviously, get out the underlying tones of the whole movie were uh, the racism and stuff like that. This kind of more so social caste system with, you know, uh, poor people, middle class, upper class. But uh, Adelaide makes her way into the vision quest 
ends up in a house of mirrors and she gets to the exit where she encounters a doppelganger of herself that uh you don't you don't see you just see the back of her she's looking straight at the mirror and then her eyes open wide and we jump forward to present day where Adelaide's with her family uh husband uh Gabe driving to their summer home so they get to their summer home and uh a little bit I know Jordan Peele likes to add I guess Easter eggs or references that can uh, lead you to the how the movie's going to end. I guess like you're you're able to predict it if you're able to pick up on on everything he's laying down. So she's uh, she's laying on a couch. There's a plastic tarantula laying on the coffee table, and you see a an actual spider walk by. Doesn't mean much at the beginning, but uh, her husband Gabe says, "Well, let's let's go to the beach. There's a family there. It's a white family, the Tylers." And uh, he says, "Let's go." She's very reluctant. Doesn't want to go there. Eventually, gives in. They go to the beach, and uh, she just kind of seems out of it the entire time. The uh, the wife for the Tyler family. I, I don't remember her name, but you know, she kind of says she's trying to speak with, uh, Adelaide and Adelaide says, well, I'm not, I don't really like to talk. So, uh, we see her son, Jason. He always has a gorilla mask that he either has on his head or he's wearing, uh, it's one of the things I think is uh, probably huge symbolism, but first time viewing, don't totally understand it, but he runs off on his own uh, to use the restroom, comes out of the, the restroom and sees a man standing in a T-pose and uh, sees blood dripping from his hand. Nothing happens from that. You see Adelaide yelling for Jason, Jason comes back to his mother and they decide to go back home. So they get back to the beach house or their summer home, I guess. And, uh, Adelaide explains to her husband that as a child, she, uh, she was on that same boardwalk, walked away to, uh, house of mirrors and encountered a doppelganger of herself. Husband, Gabe obviously doesn't believe it at first. Uh, there's some humor to the movie. He makes a couple jokes to it, which are which are pretty good. And uh, she says, "Well, I, I I think that my doppelganger's coming to get me. We need to go home." Uh, Gabe, I think, finally starts to realize, okay, this is serious. And then their son, Jason, uh, comes into the room and says, there's there's a family outside. So they don't believe him at first, but then uh, everybody goes to investigate. Gabe sees, okay, there actually is a family standing outside. Gabe goes to and uh, 
just to encounter them, tells them get off their property as Adelaide's on the phone with the police. The police tell them it's going to be, you know, 15 minutes before they can get there. Well, uh, Gabe picks up a bat, goes outside to confront them. Stuff uh, really starts escalating from there. You see two people peel off, which turns out to be uh, their son, Jason's doppelganger, Apollo, and uh, their daughter, Zara's doppelganger, which I don't remember the name of, but uh, Gabe's doppelganger, Abraham, ends up breaking into the home. Uh, Everybody ends up kind of together. Gabe gets injured in the encounter, and then uh, Adelaide's doppelganger, Red, uh, starts to speak and explain what's going on. She's got a super raspy voice. Uh, I, I guess when she first speaks, I, I, I really didn't know whether it was supposed to be a comedic thing or not, because it's, I mean, it's bizarre, but after you get through the whole movie again, you, you realize, well, it's Lupita Nyong'o, acting both parts and it's just it's phenomenal so the family kind of is able to uh everybody kind of splits off uh gabe he he had bought a boat uh i explained that uh i think the the white family they were friends with earlier the tyler family they kind of one up uh gabe and Adelaide's family, uh, they got a better summer home with a, uh, you know, with a backup generator. They got a better boat, uh, just all sorts of things. Again, playing into that kind of caste system of, of everything. So, uh, Gabe ends up on the boat with, uh, his doppelganger, Abraham. He's able to, uh, subdue him. Uh, Adelaide's daughter Zora she's told to run she does she takes off and then her son Jason who kind of uh, understands I guess that uh, I guess going back Red kind of explained the backstory that there's uh, tethered people who live underground which okay (laughs) <laughs> going back to the uh, beginning text of the movie is about about uh, an underground tunnel system in the United States that's not in use, whether it was unused subway tunnels or like nuclear shelters, stuff like that. So uh, Red explains to Adelaide, Red, who is the doppelganger of Adelaide, explains that there's these people, clones, I guess, who who live underground who are she says who control people above ground but uh, I don't it didn't really play out like that that was kind of one of the things that was confusing about the movie but uh, Jason is able to control his doppelganger Pluto and escape so Adelaide escapes with with uh, Jason they ended up meeting at the Tyler family home. They get on a boat with with uh, Gabe. 
meet at the Tyler family home and you see the whole Tyler family get slaughtered by their doppelgangers. So it just ends up into a uh, fight between uh, Adelaide's family and then the Tylers. Uh, they end out on front. And uh, after they after they take them out, uh, they realize, well, we got to move on. We got to go to Mexico. We got to do something. We got to get out of here. That's what Adelaide says. So they start to move on. Uh, I uh, they start to move on, and they they face. Uh, Zora's doppelganger. Zora's actually driving the van that they took from the Tylers, runs Zora's doppelganger over. Well, Adelaide gets out of the uh, the van and goes to see her, and you can see she's a little unsettled because uh, Zora's doppelganger's disabled, so... Uh, she, she's unsettled by it, but goes back to the van. They keep driving. I think we move on to the next day and they encounter Pluto, which is, uh, Jason's, Jason's doppelganger. Jason's able to realize we're, we're in a trap right now. Uh, Jason, Jason has a, or Pluto has an affinity for, uh, fire. We see earlier he removes his mask. He's got burn marks on his face. So, uh, they ended up with encountering their, their vehicle was on fire. And then Jason or, uh, Pluto standing in front of it. So Adelaide goes to confront him. Jason realizes it's a trap to blow up the car they're in. Jason's able to control Pluto, backs him into the fire. He gets set on fire and dies. Uh, presumably, but then we see Red show back up, capture Jason, and and run with him. So Adelaide ends up uh, following the path that Red took Jason. It takes him back into uh, Santa Cruz Beach, back through the funhouse, and she ends up uh, where she encountered her doppelganger at first ends up going into the basement of uh, of this fun house, and it's just just a huge tunnel system. Uh, rabbits were a big were a big um, imagery thing throughout the whole thing. So she ends up encountering uh, Red. Red. Uh, ends up explaining she's kind of had this whole thing planned uh, for years that they they they've been put down down on this tunnel system and kind of forgotten about it was a government experiment for cloning and they were just left to die I guess down there so it references back to the first scene where we see Adelaide watching like a an advertisement for Hands Across America which I'm not familiar with but f from the movie I think it was a uh, uh, some sort of fundraiser where they 
plan to have people hold hands all the way across from the East Coast to the West Coast. And uh, Adelaide ends up in a fight with Red, uh, defeats her, finds Jason. They regroup with Gabe and Zora. And uh, as they're driving off, Adelaide starts to remember what happened. And uh, what happened was at the very beginning encounter where she encountered her doppelganger, her doppelganger choked her, dragged her into the the basement, I guess, of uh, of this this fun house and took uh, took her identity. So everything kind of starts to piece together from then. Uh, as they're driving away, Adelaide looks at her son, Jason, who's in the front seat as well. Jason looks at Adelaide puts his mask on. Adelaide kind of gives a little smirk, which uh, is kind of her revealing, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm the tethered person. So Jason's really the only one to real that realize that. And if we go back to the beginning, we, we, we see uh, the first scene at like the summer home with, with Adelaide, she's looking at a, uh, the plastic tarantula. She sees a spider walking by, which is supposed to represent the shadow of herself. And then, uh, the whole hands across America thing, everybody was wearing red jumpsuits and then a glove on the left hand. Well, uh, as a child, Adelaide had, she wanted a thriller t-shirt that she won. So, uh, I think, I believe that's where that glove comes from is the, the Michael Jackson thriller saw that everybody wears gloves and then the red jumpsuits that the hands across America wears is from the commercials she saw where it was like cutouts of everybody in red. But, uh, so I, I, I guess the ending of it is that the Adelaide that has been throughout the whole movie is the one who disabled the real Adelaide. So the tethered Adelaide is the one who who has been a part of this movie the whole time. What you understand with, uh, again, all the doppelgangers only speak in grunts. Uh, nobody actually speaks except, except for Red, which makes sense because she was the real person, got choked out by the, uh, by her doppelganger self and, uh, the doppelganger took over. So she was plotting her revenge. So, I mean, once you get to that point, I mean, you understand that you understand where the, the, the tethered, untethered red is coming from. It's, it's, she's plotting her revenge because she got her life stolen from her. She's the only one able to talk. Uh, there's a flashback scene with, uh, 
man, I don't even know how to describe it, who is Red and who is Adelaide, who we think is the real Adelaide is in a uh, a meeting with a therapist and her mom states, well, I just want her to speak again. Uh, she hasn't been speaking. Well, that's because she was from the tethered place. So uh, she's never learned how to speak. And then the true Adelaide is speaks with the gruff voice because she got choked out and she's never had anybody to speak to before. But it's, it's, it, it's a movie you got to see. I mean, it, it's it's fantastic. Uh, I I don't know. I would almost put it above Get Out. Uh, it, it, it's crazy to see a movie where uh, a, a director's second film and written film that he comes out and and does better than the first one, but again without seeing it a second time i would almost put us above get out but it's uh it's 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 confusing until you see it uh i know i'm not doing it justice trying to play the plot out again it's been i saw it thursday night it's now uh saturday morning again i've tried to film that or record this a couple times but it, it just hasn't worked out uh again speaking on my own it's it's difficult but it's if you're if you're a horror movie fan a thriller movie fan this is this is something you gotta see and hopefully you know make your own opinions on it so uh hopefully anthony will end up seeing it and you know, maybe we can do a part two in the future for it. Uh, be able to discuss uh, what each of us thinks about it. But yeah, I I, I know uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. I think when I saw it was ninety seven percent, and I'd 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 put it in the nineties. Uh, I don't know specifically what percentage I give it, but definitely definitely in the 90s so uh yeah i think uh next movie i think you'll get from us is probably going to be avengers endgame we uh initially thought anthony was going to be out of town for it and i was going to have to see it on my own but it looks like we're actually going to get to see this together so uh that'll be a fun one but um yeah i mean if you're into if you're into horror and and thriller movies and just movies that are gonna make you think you're not gonna go out of you i mean you're not gonna get out of this movie knowing exactly what happened and and being able to being able to say definitively yeah that you know this this was the ending of it this is the whole meaning of it. It's everybody's going to have their own opinion on the movie, but yeah, I, if you like get out, obviously go see this. So, uh, I guess we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>